Hi guys, your big big heads up because this is a podcast that follows on from hashtag 109. All about not just the way you behave and choosing the way you want to behave, because that was a previous podcast, but how you want to feel in events and actually get to feel the way you want to feel. Have that emotion that's going to produce the results that you want. So not only do you behave the way you want to behave, but you actually feel feel exactly the way you want to feel in those events and putting the two together means you're going to get the result that you really want that's what it's all about so have a listen warning 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 you are entering into the unplugged mind of paul clough Clough. too late personal development unplugged Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Paul, Paul Clough of Personal Development Unplugged. And now the warning's out of the way, we can begin. Because you see, following on from podcast 109, that longer podcast about you know having the choice to behave the way you want to feel. Want to feel? Want to behave. I want to go on to the emotional side of that. But, you know, going on from things like having had that experience, I'm sure we all have, that we've done something. You've done something, and in the moment, it was the perfect thing to do. It was absolutely right. And then when you stopped and looked back, and you've seen how stupid it was, and you've said, why the did I do that? You know? And, oh, no. what that, that really wasn't me. But it was, wasn't it? Now, you can have excuses, like... Well, they made me so angry, so I went, I behaved like that. Uh, and I felt so angry because they made me so angry. Or it was so sad. That thing was so sad that I only I could only act that way. And it really wasn't me. Well, it was you, wasn't it? And I know I've had those situations quite a few times, especially the ones thinking, oh, so stupid. You know, wonderful negative belief to have. I'm so stupid. Not, I behave stupidly. Or, I felt angry. But, I am angry. They made me angry. Me, identity. And all of that is a lot of BS, isn't it? You see, these couple of podcasts are all about, I made a note, taking ownership. Taking ownership of our emotions and taking ownership of our behaviours. We'll go on to taking ownership about our beliefs, probably, and then maybe a third, a third podcast about this. But you see, I want you to ask you a question. Who controls our emotions, the way we feel? Now, I know a lot of people will go, oh, well, it's the weather, because when it's sunny, I feel really good, and when it's a bit cloudy, I feel down. That's BS too, isn't it? Or when I'm around so-and-so, I feel good. I went around someone else. I feel not so good. Or when I'm at work and it's such a bad place to be, I feel so down. Yet when I'm at home, in my bedroom or in my my front room doing the stuff I like, I feel... And it's all about the environment, isn't it? The environment and the people in that environment. And do they control your emotions? Does it control your emotions? Not one iota. You choose to feel happy. You choose to feel sad. You choose to feel down. You choose to feel you fill in the blank. 
Really? I know what you're thinking. Really, Paul? Cluffy, do we really choose that? Yeah, well, we do. It's obvious. Who else does? You have to choose because not everyone looks at the weather and goes, sunny day, yippee. So I go, oh no, I'm going to get sunburnt. I can't go out. Oh, look, it's pouring down with rain. I'm so sad. And the gardener's going, what wonderful weather this is. So the environment, the elements, the people in those environments do not control the way you feel, but you do. But the thing is, it's not consciously, is it? You don't suddenly decide, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be, again, fill in the blank. Because it's all unconscious, isn't it? But I want to know, can we change the way we feel, our emotions, for those type of situations that are going to keep continuing in our life? Because what's the point of having, if we know they're going to continue, and we know they're going to make us feel bad, guess what's going to happen? They're going to make us feel bad. And if we know they're going to make us happy, well, maybe we only think they're only going to make us to a level of happiness. And we can go happier than that if we wanted to, more joyous. Or whatever emotion you, you can think of, negative or positive. So, I know a lot of people, a lot of people in this personal development industry as it is, say, you can choose exactly the way you feel. And when you choose the way you feel, you will create your own reality. Now, are they right? Well, to me, it's yes with an ish at the end. Yes-ish. Because, you know, you do choose. And you can affect your choice unconsciously by affecting it consciously. And therefore, when you do that, you affect your, or affect, your effect, affect, I don't know. But your environment changes. And if your environment changes and everyone in it changes, then your reality is changing. And if you decided how you feel, and also on the previous podcast, how you behave, then you are creating your own reality. And guess what? What happens when you put those two together? Because we've done the behaviours a bit. We'll probably go a lot deeper as well, because there's so much you can do with behaviours and emotions and beliefs. But we're talking about emotions now. But the thing is, just to try to change something, like do this for 30 days. And if you do this for 30 days, it'll change. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But what people are then saying is, what's you know assumed within that, or presupposed within that sentence, if you don't do it for 30 days, it's not going to change. Which, again, I still believe you can change in a moment. Especially if you're using things like hypnosis, NLP, timeline therapy, or one or two of the other therapies. I'm sure they're brilliant ones, but they, these are the ones that I know, and I know in my experience, really work well. But the thing is, in order to change, we need to learn what our unconscious mind is trying to do for us. And our unconscious mind has to learn that what it's doing isn't really getting that intention, what it's trying to do for us. That's the thing. So if we consciously can learn, then we can try to affect the way our unconscious mind gives us these emotions. So we set up, we keep the trigger, but we fire off different emotions, more appropriate emotions. Because if you think about it, if we have a negative reaction, it's negative, full stop. 
So if it's a negative behavior, negative belief, negative emotion, in the statement, they're all negative. So there's got to be a better way. Now you see, going back to the old NLP communication model, you see, you're taking all your senses. There's an event that happens, and you, you take it in through all your senses, whether there's five or more. So your visual, your auditory, your kinesthetic, your olfactory and gustatory, and any of those other senses you might believe you've got. You take them all in, and they're filtered. They're deleted. They're distorted. They're generalized, because we've got this wonderful brain of ours trying to make sense of this stuff. And then it's also filtered even further by our... What are, we, what are they doing? They're, they're done by our experiences, our attitudes, our personality types. All these, and there's so many more, but just all of those experiences, our attitudes of the day and things like that, that whole reality outside, which you think is reality, is filtered in and you make up your own reality out of it. And from that you make this internal representation, this wonderful little picture, and then you create a state, an emotion. And from that emotion, you create a physiology. And from out, from there, you create that behavior. So if you want to change that behavior, one of the places we can do is by changing the emotion. And that emotion then must change the physiology. It must change that internal representation, that picture. So how do we do that with, with a way that I think will always work? In my experience, it always works and there's a big generalization cluffy but i think it does and that's to learn what is the intention of having that emotion see let me think about this if you or what is what's the intention of having fear anxiety well in general it's all about safety preservation keeping you safe protecting you so if you know that intention and you look at the way you know that's the feeling I'm getting, I'm getting fear, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting anxious, I'm getting panicky in these situations, it's just not working because this unconscious mind of mine, my best friend, is giving this emotion to try to protect me. And do I feel protected? Absolutely not. Do I behave in a way that is going to protect me really well? Absolutely not. So, is there a better way? Well, there's bloody got to be, isn't there? There has to be a better way. So, how do we find that better way? Come back to that in a minute. Because I want to really explore just asking your unconscious mind, knowing that you're going to make those pictures in your mind, knowing you're going to create an emotional state and a behavior. Notice your experiences in the past then. Because if we can notice that chain or similar chain, those events that are similar, where you act and you you feel that same negative emotion, then we can learn from those events. And when we learn from those events of the past, we can look to change in the future. So if there is a number of events that you feel, uh, say, fearful of, just think of them. Think of one at a time specifically. I normally get my Jenny journal out just so and give it a name. It doesn't really matter what name it is. It's a name that when you look at it, you go, oh, that's that one. And I don't want you to go into that memory, because if it was fearful, I don't want you to go back in it's fearful again. If it's only a little bit, well, you know, if you need to, just to, to remember it. But as you just feel that feeling just a tinge, 
you know, go inside and ask, what were you really trying to do for me? And if we're getting that, looking to protect you. And then just ask yourself, how protected did I feel? Hmm. What was the outcome? The outcome of having this emotion. Or maybe I behaved in a particular way, as we know we will do. But maybe the outcome was, well, it wasn't what I wanted. You know, I wasn't able to say it was going to a meeting and you were going to showcase yourself. But that fear stopped you from speaking up. So it protected you from maybe embarrassment or it protected you in a way that your unconscious mind wanted you to um, prepare so well. But it made you so panicky that you went into overwhelm and didn't prepare as well. What was the real result? Well, the real result was not what you had aimed for, your goal, that aim in mind. It just didn't happen, did it? So now we've got the intention. We know the result. We know the result was negative. And guess what? A negative emotion tends to have a negative behavior, which will obviously then have a negative result. And then go over another emotion, or not another emotion, rewind. Go back through another event where you felt a similar type of fear. And again, just ask yourself inside and listen with all your senses. What were you trying to do for me? Having me feel this way. And if you're still getting that sense of protection, just notice, well, how did you behave? And did that behavior that was created by that emotion, did it serve you? Did it serve to protect you? And what was the result? What actually was the result? And you're going to probably find it was negative. And we're going to start to show our unconscious mind that what it was trying to do for us was brilliant. But the emotions that it used just were no longer appropriate. They may well have been appropriate the very first time that your unconscious mind used that emotion as a strategy for those type of events. But it's missed out a load of experiences. And we want to educate our unconscious mind. Because I really, really, really believe, that's a lot of realies, when I work with a client, when I can show and get them, consciously and unconsciously, to notice that the one that your unconscious mind has a wonderful positive intention and all the things it's doing are totally in conflict with it, with getting that intention. It's as if the light bulb goes on inside and goes, ah, I want to keep that intention, but how can I find a better way? Boom. What a question. How can I get that result a better way? Now, you see, as an aside, my son has asked me to do a little masterclass, a little masterclass on the process that I actually spoke about way, way, way back in uh, podcast number two, all about feeling comfortable. Because this is a process about being able to feel comfortable in situations where we didn't in the past. Or in the past, we didn't feel comfortable. Uh, And that's normally to do with either fear, panic or anxiety. And in this masterclass, I'm going to go through 
a little bit like what we're talking about now, the intention, but showing the unconscious mind this process of noticing first that it's not working, showing the unconscious mind we want to honour it by honouring that positive intention, but show it another way. Now, how do we show it another way? Well, if you go back to podcast number two, you'll have that. And I I suggest you do revisit those because I'm going to be revisiting some of those older podcasts and talking about them again because I think I'll have another perspective on it. And it's great for you if you've heard it before to hear it again with another perspective on it. And if you haven't heard it, it's a gr- there's going to be some great stuff to listen for the first time. And then if you wanted to, you can go back and listen to the original podcast and notice how they've changed, what are the differences, and get a really good, rich feel for those things. And so what this process does, way back then about feeling comfortable, is showing your unconscious mind by visualising It's not done in hypnosis, although I did do a hypnosis track because everyone loves a hypnosis track on that. You know where to get those, don't you? PaulCloughOnline.com forward slash podcast. There you go. Close brackets. So educating your unconscious mind by just visualizing. And the way we do that is think about what would be a better way to feel. Now you can just Think of, you know, as you've written down those different events and you put names beside them. You know, each one has got maybe, if we've been talking about fear or anxiety, okay, what would be a better way to get the result that we didn't get? And it might be, well, could be just being comfortable, which is what that earlier process does. But it could be maybe being confident in my own ability. And to do that, what we do is we get Go back to a time when we felt comfortable and confident in our own ability. And when we've got that confidence in our own ability feeling, we then visualise it happening in another way by utilising that emotion. And just noticing if you were to rerun that past memory as if it was going to happen in the future with that new emotion of confident in my own ability instead of the old fear, and notice how different it could have been. Because that's the thing, could have been. Now you might want to experiment. Ah, you've maybe written three or four different events, so do it with each one of those. So as you look at that second event, you get into that feeling, first of all, the feeling of confident in my own ability, and then visualise going through that old past memory. Not with the fear or, or anxiety, but with confidence in my own ability and notice how different it could have been and you keep doing that and the more you do it practice what does it make permanent so we we're now showing your unconscious mind could have done this could have done this would have had different results would have been better results then you can go well what would happen if i had and say it was an interview if I had an interview in the future and it's about a brand new job, something I really want, and I imagine going through that interview, but first of all, putting in that confidence of my own ability, wow, and see how that goes. Now, you might want to play with different emotions. Maybe you want to think, well, maybe focus might have been better for me. So you're getting to a time 
Maybe go back to a time in the past when you had that focus and get into that feeling. See what you saw, hear what you heard, and feel the feeling of just the emotion that goes behind feeling focused. And then go through those past events, beginning to end, with that emotion. The emotion behind being focused. Was it better or worse than confident in my own ability? Now, some people might say, well, they both weren't quite getting it, but put the two together, which your unconscious mind could do. What would happen if I was focused and had that confidence in my ability? And imagine going out in the future and running it again. And you go, well, that's it. That's that's a brilliant way. And when you've done it enough times, and when I say enough, I would do this maybe five minutes a day just for a couple of days, three or four days, because you're starting to get it quicker and quicker anyway because you're just learning the process. And your unconscious mind is learning quicker and quicker because it learns so quick. But after a while, your unconscious mind is going, do you know what? I don't really know reality is now because I've got different examples of the same type of events some going well and some going not so well now obviously if I really want to keep you safe I've got to choose the not so wells Mm. so your unconscious mind will naturally and unconsciously pick the most appropriate way especially if you ask What would it be like if you learnt from this and applied the most appropriate set of behaviours and emotions to this forthcoming event and then let it go? Quietness. Because the answer will be in you actually doing it. But what I think you'll find is even on the lead up to that event, the actual event, you're going to find you're going to have that confidence in your own ability, maybe that focus, maybe that comfort, whatever you choose, or that recipe that you consider, or even more than that, that the recipe your unconscious mind considers. Because when it goes into that particular, say it was an interview, going through that interview, it will be balancing and having harmony, that's a better word, having a harmony of those emotions. So when you need more or less of each, it has a wonderful recipe that, that moulds itself just, just the right way because you've taught each other. Because consciously you'll be thinking how I want to feel because I want to be confident in my own ability. And when you think that, what happens to your physiology? I just even sat up saying that. And you feel different. You breathe differently. So now we've got a different physiology. What type of pictures are you making in your mind? Those of success, seeing yourself doing it. And what's going to happen? Your feelings are going to be great and your behaviours are going to be great. And you're going to get the the best result. And then when you get the best result, you just say to yourself, I really appreciate you. Thank you. Now let's learn from this. Because you can do this with absolutely anything, can't you? And I'm going to have a think, see how many different ways we could do this. And when we do, I'll give another podcast on it. But I'd love you to maybe do, if you only do the ones I've, I've suggested here, the examples I've given here, it's going to change your world. But I'd love you to think of different examples. Do it 
notice how well it works, and then let me know. I'd love your feedback, because if you can give me your feedback how well it works, or maybe how you would like to improve it but don't know how, I will find a way. One way or other, I will find somebody. If I don't know, I will find somebody to help me. So we can then come back and visit this and make this even better. Because this is just what I consider to be the integrated field of learning. I share my thoughts with you. You come back and give me your thoughts, your your results, your questions, which give me something to think about. I now go to that wonderful integrated field of learning. I can either access something new, find somebody new, find somebody who has that experience. They tell me, I tell them the, the problem. They get to experience that, find that new solution. They learn from it. I now learn from it and I share it back with you. And this field of learning just gets thicker and thicker with wonderful, well, wonderful bits of learning that we can all take and share. So please do that. Do, do let me know. Email address paul at paulclough.co.uk. Just put it in your your whitelist or whatever you do. Send me a blank email saying brilliant. And then every time you write Paul, there I'll be there. Just a tiny little note. Doesn't have to be long. Because as I get the feedback, I'll be talking. I'll be talking and learn, looking and learning. And I won't use that email for anything else. You, you know that. I don't do that. If you want to get, sign up for the podcast, uh, podcast, sign up for the hypnosis tracks, that's where that email stays. And you just get some free gifts and you get access to all those hypnosis tracks. It doesn't go anywhere. So, you know, I'm all about sharing, but sharing in a way that makes things better for everyone. And what's yours is yours and mine is mine. And if I, I'm prepared to share mine. So there you go. I hope a lot of that made sense. I hope you got something out of it. Even, and here's the thing, I know a lot of people will probably say, yeah, well, I hope they do, say, that was really good. It was really interesting. It makes so much sense. Yep, 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 I, I know that. Or, oh, I already knew that. But having all that intellectual knowledge without doing anything with it is in effect not having it at all. You're wasting space in your brain. So if you've taken it into your brain right now, take it deeper and then use it. And use it in the way of doing those drills. I hate the word drills. But do those exercises in your Jenny journal with those, as I explained, and then go out and have a ball. Enjoy yourself and then report back. Because now you are learning. You're also showing the world and the people around you doing things. Not just being, I know this. No, I am living it. Living, a great thing. Living what you learn. It was from another podcast. It was the, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name. But Harbinger, Jordan Harbinger. Living what you learn. Or living what you listen to. Something like that, but living what you learn is brilliant. Because if you only learn it and don't live it, you haven't really le learned it, have you? Because that wasn't the, the that's not the option. There is no option in that. It's you have to live it. And when you do, you are going to re reap more success than you can ever imagine. That's a cluffy guarantee. Live what you learn. Do it. Be brave. 
You'll learn from, you know, there's no failures, remember? The only thing in failure is, well, that's feedback. Didn't get the result I want. Do it differently. What didn't I do? What did I miss out? What can I add? How can I make it better? There's some great positive questions. And then you can have more fun than you can stand. And what would it be like if you did the exercises? These way of, you know, going to exercise, these deep dives. What would it be like if you did that and had more fun than you could stand? That would be awesome. Well, I think it would be. I really hope you've enjoyed that. I, I think ownership, taking ownership, cause and effect. I think we're starting to nail it. So I'd love your, you saying so, don't I? I'd love, say your feedback. Please let me know. Have more funding stand. I'm signing off now to another podcast very shortly. I'll be with you talking to your ears, into your brain, into your unconscious mind, where all my suggestions will become your reality. Whoa. Anyway, enjoy. And please do share. Please do share this podcast or the things that you've learned from this podcast. Tell them where you got it from. With you know, if you only did it with one friend, just one, one person, it would make a huge difference, especially if you ask that one person to do the same. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, but Paul, can I do it to more people? Well, only if you have to. Only if you have to share it. <laughs> so many things I'm doing here. But please do it if you've enjoyed this show and any other episodes and subscribe if you would subscribe to any of the platforms and you'll get get them on your devices on a Wednesday and a Saturday morning and I think they look really good because I have to do all the editing from I do everything here you know but they'll come on your devices and if you could having subscribed just put a little review up there that'll be awesome too just share and it, it shares the word of, of this podcast and what we're trying to do and then, as usual, those hypnosis tracks. Where do they? Where do you get them? Yeah, you're shouting it out now. PaulCloughOnline.com forward slash podcast. And I'll be putting a few more up there very shortly. I know I haven't been putting uh, too many hypnosis tracks in, in the last few weeks, but I've got a couple in mind. And one of them I think is going to be a little gift to those who have just subscribed to that. Anyway. Without further ado, please enjoy and leave everyone that you first met or as you meet them in this world better than you first met them or something like that. Make sense of that and make it good. Until next time, see you soon. Warning, you are now leaving the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. It's time to fly on your own. Be brave, my friend. Personal Development Unplugged.